let's pray before we get into the word our father in heaven I humble myself before you Heavenly Father I believe that you have a word for all of us including myself Holy Spirit you are our teacher teach us whatever we don't know help us to know whatever we are not make us whatever we don't have grant unto us open our eyes to see and behold wondrous things that God has in store for us open our ears to be attentive to heed your word open our hearts to be receptive to receive and believe your word and open our minds O oh God to be attentive Heavenly Father I thank you for this precious time and I believe that God the words that you are going to speak to us, their spirit and their life, they're able to accomplish whatever it is that you desire. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge that you are the revelator of all, the, of all truth. Reveal Jesus to us. Reveal the truth that will set us free, that will set our minds, our spirit, our body free in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, you are the word of God. We want to hear from you directly, O oh God. Lord, glorify yourself in this vessel. Use me as a vessel of honor. Take away every fear. Help me to speak with confidence and authority. Help me to speak with conviction and the desire to see change take place in all of us, our lives. We thank you in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Child of God, if you have your Bible, I want us to turn to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. We are going to look at the mystery of time and chance. The mystery of time and chance. You might want to ask me, what do you mean by the mystery of time and chance under the sun. Well, we're going to go into the word and look at if there is a mystery with time and if also there's a mystery with chance in this life. I'm going to start reading from verse 11. That's going to be our focus, verse 11. It says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill but time and chance happen to them all since Wednesday is usually our Bible study and also our prayer session I want us to dig into this portion of the scripture and try to understand and get something out of it we're gonna take it 
sentence by sentence that way we comprehend what the author is trying to convey i'm going to focus now on i returned and saw under the sun solomon continue his life observation if you are a student of the bible the book of Ecclesiastes is a book of observations made by the author solomon i believe about life under the sun the phrase life under the sun means life in this world life in our physical world that is what it means by life under the sun whatever takes place in this earth all the happenings about life that was the journey the pursuit of solomon trying to discover what life is all about under the sun what is the meaning of life in this world what is the meaning of your life one of the observation that solomon made he said that the race is not to the swift guys this is what i have observed based on my research about life this is what i have perceived and concluded about life under the sun now let me tell you my findings about life do you know that the race is not to the swift you might think this is contradictory you and i we are expecting the swift all the time to win a race am i right because the swift is a suitable candidate to win a race on the contrary that is not the case the observation here is based on various types of people and these various types of people they are being identified by their potentials and also the observation that we see here is also about predictable and possible outcomes as a result of people's potential but that is not the case in this context solomon is saying that there are different types of people that you and i we can identify based on their abilities in life and as a result of their abilities in life you and i we are expecting such people to have possible outcomes possible results possible experiences why because they are the suitable candidates for such outcome we are predicting because this is a stated 
fact in life that the race in life should be won by the swift the battles in life should be won by the strong the wise should possess bread men of understanding should obtain riches men of skill should obtain favor but in life that is what you and i we assume and it's a factual belief norm in our society when we talk about the swift let me categorize people who are in the swift position in life these are people who are quick and faster than others in life these are people who go about life in such a fast race and you and I, we are not able to beat them because they are as fast as lightning these are people that solomon identify as the swift type of people in life now let's look at the strong what do i mean by the strong solomon is describing to us that such people in life that are strong these are powerful people these are mighty men and women in life these are brave men and women in life they are strong mentally they are strong physically they are strong relationally now let's look at another type of people described in this account the wise those who are wise in life these are people who are skillful who are brilliant in 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 their work in administration these are people who are prudent these are people who are righteous these are people who are ethical such people we have them in life and we're expecting a possible good outcome for the wise for the strong and for the swift now let's look at another category of people described in this account that is men of understanding what do i mean by men of understanding these are people i believe who are educated people who are intelligent they have academic knowledge of things they know everything in life and you expect somebody with a degree to make it in life better than somebody who doesn't have a degree that is the mystery of time and chance in life now the swift the wise men of understanding men of skill these are different types of people being described based on your potential now let's look at the outcome of this type of people race what do i mean by race course of life running of life have you heard this saying that life is a journey my sister life is a journey everyone has to run this race people want to finish faster than the other it's all about competition 
Life is a competitive pursuit. Everyone is competing against each other. Family members competing against themselves. Friends competing against themselves. Churches competing against themselves. Professionals competing against one another. Competition in life. Now, battle. I've heard so many times that people say life is a battlefield. And it's true. The Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violent and the violent take it by force. My dear, life is a battlefield. And you and I, we are expecting the strong to win the battles of life. Now, the question that I have for you, what about how strong you are and you're not able to win your battles in life? Now, let's go to bread. The idea of survival, necessities, resources, food in general. You know, we're expecting people who are wise, who are educated, who have gone to school, who are professionals, to have food on the table, able to take care of their family. At times in life, that could be so. But at times, it's not like that. What do we do? Riches. That's another outcome in life. A good outcome. The idea of abundance. Unlimited resources to meet your needs and, and, and spare them out. Wealth. And we are expecting men of understanding to acquire riches at times it might be so at times it might not be so finally let's look at favor the idea of sometimes we can receive something we didn't work for or we don't even deserve grace acceptance and we're expecting favor for men of skill the bible says a man's gift will make room for him or her these are all factual realities in life but the author here in this account is making an opposite statement saying that at times in life at times in life what we are expecting from the swift to win the race in life they end up not winning at times in life, what we're expecting from the strong to win the battles of life, they end up not winning. At times in life, we're expecting the wise to be able to eat bread, but they end up not eating. A sad account in this same book, the Bible says, A poor wise man saved the city because of his poverty. They rejected him. I'm getting to a particular revelation. Stay with me, God's people. We expected men of understanding to have riches like that. We expected men of favor, men of skill to have favor, but it's not like that at times. What do we do? What would you tell somebody who have five credentials, 
What would you tell somebody, my sister, who have five degrees but not able to get anything substantial for his life? What would you tell that person? What would you tell somebody who is so anointed but they're not going anywhere? What do you tell that person? Let's go to Amos chapter 2 verse 14 to 16. Because this is there's also a similar account. Amos chapter 2 14 to 16. Look what it says. Flight shall perish from the swift. Can you imagine? Wow. And the strong shall not retain his strength. Wow. You know that you are strong. You know that you are swift. But flight is not working for you. You know that you are strong. But you cannot retain your strength. Nor shall the mighty save his life. Even God himself attesting that these people, they are mighty, but they cannot save their own life. These people, they are strong, but they cannot retain their strength. These people, they are quick, but they, they, they don't have any flight. What do you do in this life? He who handles the bow shall not stand. And he who is swift of foot shall not save himself. Nor shall he who rides the horse save his life. And he who is stored of heart among the mighty shall flee away naked in that day, declares the Lord. This is just an example. No matter how powerful you are in life, there's time and chance. We're going to look at something so beautiful. This shows to you and I, my sister, that at times in life, we human beings, we are limited. We are not in control of life. As much as we are trying to control life, we are not in control of the outcomes of life. It doesn't mean that you should not walk. It doesn't mean that you should be lazy. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 21, verse 30 to 31, because this is also a reference to uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. I hope you're, you're getting something from this. Look what it says in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 30 to 31. No wisdom, no understanding, no counsel can avail against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle. Look, look what it says. But victory belongs to the Lord. Promotion belongs to the Lord. Victory belongs to the Lord. Wisdom, understanding, and counsel belong to the Lord. This is what distinguishes God from us as human beings. In Jeremiah chapter 46 verse 6, another reference to this scripture. The swift cannot flee away, nor the warrior escape. In the north by the river Ephrates, they have stumbled and fallen. Wow. The battle is not won by the strong. The norm is a strong person is supposed to win a battle. Because they're the most suitable candidate. Same applies to the wise to eat bread. Because they're the most suitable candidates. Men of understanding are supposed to acquire riches. Because they're the most suitable candidate 
For instance, my sister, when you go for a job interview, you have all the qualifications. But you know what they will tell you? They'll give it to somebody else. But you're saying that, look at my qualifications. I have the educational qualification. I have the work experience qualification. But they give it to somebody else. That's life. What do you do? things we can take from this account potential and possibilities you are we are open that our abilities can make a way for us at times yes even the bible attests that a man's gift will make room for him or her but at times what about you your gift is not able to make a room for you what do you do my sister what do you do my brother potentials and possibilities in life how do you think potential and possibilities the swift they have a physical advantage the strong they have a physical advantage the wise they have a mental advantage men of understanding they have a mental advantage Men of skill have a physical and a mental advantage. They are well capable to make it in life, physically, life under the sun. So this is an observation of life under the sun, meaning that these people, they have whatever it takes to make it in this life physically. You see, but the spiritual controls the physical. The spiritual controls the physical. And the Bible says God is spirit. And only God can overrule the physical affairs. Physical limitations. Physical lack. Physical impossibilities. Unlike men, the Lord is not dependent on the human qualities of physical and mental strength. We depend on our physical and mental qualities to make room for us. When I when I have my resume, I'm gonna put down all my qualifications, my work experiences. But you end up now getting that position. But God, who does not depend on your physical and your mental qualities will override all that stuff and create a way where there's no way. Look what it says, my sister. But time and chance happen to them all. Life does not discriminate. There's no partiality in life. You might say, God, I am not the most swift person in this world. God, I am not the most anointed person in this world. God, I am not the most spiritual person in this world. God, I am not the most righteous person in this world. God, I am not the most wise person in this world. God, I am not strong. Is there a room for me in life? Is there a place for me in life for those who are weak? 
but who are saying god even though i am weak i want to make something out of my life god even though i don't have what it takes god make something useful out of my life even though i don't have the family background qualification of any sort no theology no nothing no bible school god can you still use me for good works if god was looking for our abilities then everyone is qualified my sister do you get that if god is looking for abilities most people will be qualified but god is not just looking for our potentials he's looking for the intent of our hearts it's looking for okay this person does not this person is not the strongest person but i can work with that person even though you're weak if god sees the capacity in you that you have the potential to become strong if you humble yourself to god he will walk on you and then he will make you strong because the bible says the weak say i am strong paul says he is grace is made perfect in my weakness because god specializes making those who are not able to run to become swift those who are weak to become strong those who are foolish to become wise those who lack understanding to become men and women of understanding those who have no skills in life to give them skills that's what god specializes in taking a nobody making them into somebody but the world has already disqualified you and i what do you do when this world disqualifies you out of life and you have nothing to offer in this life you are useless you have no good in this world you have no talent you have no anointing you have nothing you are a black sheep what do you do that is the eyes of men but the eyes of god sees inside and he sees the future he sees what's inside of us and he sees what's ahead of us my sister i cannot see what's inside of you i cannot see the treasures that are inside of you that are buried inside of you the untapped potential and grace and gift that are inside of you i cannot see them with my naked eyes but because i cannot see them you know what i will do i will disqualify you i will say this woman or this man doesn't have what it takes because you are not displaying the potential but god who sees the inside knows that you know what this woman this man has what it takes god who sees the future that this man this woman i will train them and they will possess favor they will possess they will win the battle in life they will possess bread in life but i cannot see your future i cannot see what's eating inside of you that is why beloved you should never despise somebody you should never look down on no human being and say you know what what can this person add to my life what can this woman add to my life what can this beggar 
add to my life. Yes, he is a beggar. He might have words of wisdom to say. But that's just the nature of people. When you don't have no status in life, no one will give you attention. It's recorded in the Bible. A poor wise man. That is the description of the man. He has a name. I'm pretty sure he has a name. They called him by his status in life. At least they had some respect to his name. He's wise. But even though this man is wise, but because he had nothing in life, he was at the mercy of people. You can be wise, you can be educated, and be at the mercy of people. There's no way you can be a wise person and not have bread in your life. Especially if you walk with God. Beloved, I'm almost about to finish. Let me finish this up. But time and chance happen to them all. This is the concluding statement of Solomon saying that the race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. But time and chance happen to them all. Wow. That shows that there is a time and chance for you. That shows that for the strong and the weak, there is a chance, time and chance for both the strong and the weak. There is time and chance for both the foolish and the wise. There is time and chance for those who have skill and those who don't have skill. There is time and chance for them. Time is season. Your own season in life. Your own specific day, month, year that God has established for your own portion in life, for your own breakthrough in life, for your own inheritance in life. What do we mean by chance? Opportunities. Opportunities, your own fortunes. It will happen to you. Your season will come in the right time. Opportunities will come in the right chance. You will encounter them in life. Because God is not a respecter of anybody. As long as you trust in him, as long as you acknowledge him, as long as you cry out to God, God help me to make usefulness of my life. Your appointed opportunity in life will come. It's just a matter of time. Don't be discouraged. You might say, no, oh God, I'm 40 years old. I'm 50 years old. I haven't done anything with my life but child of God I am here to tell you God has an appointed opportunity for you time and chance indeed can affect an outcome as much as ability you may not have the ability but you know what your time and chance will come and the reason why 
is because of God and His grace. It's so beautiful that our salvation is based on time and chance. God didn't choose people who are the strongest to be saved. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever, whosoever, time and chance happened to them all, that whosoever believe in Jesus will not perish but have everlasting life. Everlasting life is not just the life that you are going to live in heaven. Everlasting life is knowing Jesus and living that life and that life abundantly that he has come to give you in this world. God can cause the lame to win a prize. God can cause the weak to overthrow the strong. That happens so many times. God looks at the intention of man. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 17, look what it said. I said in my heart, God will judge the righteous and the wicked. For there is a time for every matter and for every work. God will judge the righteous and the wicked. For there is time for every matter and for every work. God looks at the intention of man. Even though you're strong, when God knows your intention is wicked, He will not allow you to win that battle. Even though you have what it takes to become wealthy, if God knows your intention is evil, He will not allow it to happen. Another account. God can correct things or situations to fit into his plan no matter the condition. Even if you are weak, but if God wants to accomplish something, he is able to make that thing that is so impossible becomes possible in your life. Let's consider chapter 7 verse 13. It says, Consider the work of God who can make straight what he has made crooked. In Romans chapter 8 verse 28 it says, And we know that of those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who were called according to his purpose. You and I, we serve a God who can cause all things to work together. With time and chance, God will cause all things to work together for you. All things you might be in a weak moment for now you might not be quick in life for now but God will cause all things to work together for your good and last but not the least knowing and having a relationship with God can give you an advantage in life when you have a relationship with God it can give you an edge in life because I can give up on you. You can give up on yourself. But God will never, never give up on you. You can conclude on yourself by saying, you know what? My life is hopeless. I have no place in this world. I have nothing to give. People can look down on you. People can despise you. But not so with God. Child of God, I want to encourage you wherever you are. Put your trust in God. 
because he is able to cause all things to work together good because you love him because he has a plan for your life and his plans and his plans for your life they are good and not of evil to give you an eye hope and an expected future the final verses jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23 it says thou says the lord let not the wise man boast in his wisdom let not the mighty man boast in his might let not the rich man boast in his riches again but let him who boast boast in this that he understands and knows me that i am the lord who practice steadfast love wow justice and righteousness in this earth wow because of his love it will do you good because of his love he gave his son for our good if god knows that you have been working hard you have gone to school god will make sure that something comes out of your education your education will not be a waste your investment in ministry will not be a waste you living a life for god it will not be a waste because god is a god of justice and god is a god of integrity whatever you sow if it's a good thing that you sow god will ensure that a righteous harvest will come for you for in these things i delight declares the lord we're not going to put our hope our trust completely or boast about our wisdom our might or our riches we are going to say you know what yes i might not be wise i might not be super anointed i might not be strong i might not be this or that i might not be somebody but i know somebody who is god i know the god of this universe and i know that he will help me when i'm weak the bible says in isaiah fear not for i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you i will uphold you with my righteous right hand fear not child of god I want to leave you with this and it says anything can happen at any time to anyone anything can happen at any time to anyone for instance covid it happens at this time that we're in it is affecting everyone so if evil can happen in this world to anyone at any time why can we be positive and expect that you know what good shall follow us for the rest of our lives child of god god is a god of time and chance and he will cause all things to work together good as long as you don't give up on him as long as you don't give up on yourself and hold on to Jesus and abide in him and your life shall be fruitful and i declare that upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus so shall it be